Alright, I'm remembering to record a second one this week. It is Thursday, and I am headed home from work for lunch to let out the dog. Um, yeah, things are moving super fast here uh, in regards to COVID-19. I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, um, but th- things are moving super quickly. Um, we've got a shit ton of people testing positive. Um, over 1,400 confirmed cases now, I think. And that's with the very, very limited amount of testing we've been able to do here in the United States. Um, uh, honestly, the, the amount of testing we've been able to do is, is nothing. Uh, absolutely nothing. We need to be doing a lot more testing to get a full scope of this and, um, and do our best to contain to contain it. Um, I think I saw that South Korea, where uh, their containment measures have begun to um, really, really take hold and, and help reduce their number of cases, they're testing something like 10,000 people a day for the virus. And our total amount of tests for the virus right now in the United States is like somewhere around 1,700 total. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, not not great. <laughs> so, and I I mean the fact that we only have seventeen hundred tests done, and nearly all of them have come back confirmed, you know, kind of shows part of the issue right now. That if all of those tests are coming back confirmed, how how many other people have those people interacted with? that are also going to test positive um, and we just don't know it yet because we haven't been able to test them. So uh, sports leagues, uh, MLS, NBA, uh, NHL, I, I think might be suspending here soon. They had, they've all either suspended or started to the process of suspending. I think MLB might also sus- suspend today. Uh, all of their activities which is the right move Um, we don't need we don't need players and teams and fans traveling all over the country and and spreading this from person to person to person um, from one location to another Uh, today in about an hour our governor here in Ohio is going to talk and he is expected to put the kibosh on any large gatherings uh, with the hope of helping to contain the spread as much as possible. Um, and hopefully that means, honestly, that any uh, St. Patrick's Day parades or festivities that are going to be planned for next week are canceled. Um, here in Dayton, um, they have, I think, one of the largest, I mean, top 10. They were, I, I believe it, it's been rated as a top 10 St. Patrick's Day uh, festival spot in the United States. Um, one, of the, one of the largest, one of the best. 
Um, I don't want to say it's the largest or it's the best because I know it's not. But the fact that it's rated top 10 kind of shows you how good it is. So um, you know there are more than likely corona uh, COVID-19 cases here in Dayton that just haven't been tested and, and proven yet. So if you don't know that you have it and you go to St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick's Day is allowed to go on and you end up spreading it among that crowd of people, um, I mean, that's exactly how uh, stuff like this gets out of control. So I really hope that they go a long way to banning uh, large gatherings. I hope that churches um, take common sense approach here and, and go to online only um, church services if they can. Um, and I know that's not available for every church, but it's available for a lot of churches these days. Um, because, I mean, one of the largest outbreaks in South... I mean, though the, I think it the largest outbreak in uh, South Korea uh, was from a church and their pastor who had it. And they did services two weeks in a row not knowing that they had it. And um, that whole church community ended up getting hit very, very, very hard. Um, the, I think a lot of the South Korea cases, like a, a decent percentage of the South Korea cases overall, were were from that from that church. So uh, we just there are a lot of people that are upset about sports being canceled. Um, there there are a lot of people that are not happy about trips that they were planning on going on being canceled. Uh, the economy for sure is going to take a hit. Um, that's the unfortunate, the unfortunate side of this. Um, but the, uh, honestly, even the more important and the most, most important part of this is that we need to limit the spread and keep those who are more vulnerable, the older, the people with pre-existing conditions, um, you know, we need to keep them safe. And it's my job as a healthy adult to even know that I know that more than likely I would survive this. I would come through it just fine. Um, I, I, I mean, I would survive it, not necessarily meaning that I wouldn't have to go to the hospital, but I would survive it. Um, but just because I uh, would survive it does not mean that I don't share in the responsibility of keeping those who would not survive it safe. And the fact that you can be asymptomatic for up to two weeks, um, have the virus and be passing it along to anyone that you come in contact with during that two week period and not know it um, is, is probably probably the biggest part of this. So just gotta just gotta be smart stay away from large groups um, and, and wash your hands and use hand sanitizer so you know it, the the goal here obviously is not to end the spread because we're not going to be able to the goal here is to um, limit the spread slow the spread 
and make it so that our hospitals are not overwhelmed with uh, people who need to be, be in the ICU or need to um, be intubated in order to survive. Because uh, once the hospitals start having to decide between patients who lives and who dies, um, that's, that's not going to be a pretty picture. And I'm really scared that we're going to get there, um, especially because our government is basically refusing to act and refusing to help get um, test kits made and assembled. Um, and it's really, really frustrating. And I hope that... <coughs> excuse me. I hope that here in a few weeks... Um, I'm not talking to you about how how um, that's happening. Um, I, I, it's just gonna it's gonna keep getting worse and worse. It's going to be an absolutely wild at least two months um, here in the United States with this. It's gonna take at least two months, I think, for uh, us to combat this. And maybe in two months we'll be coming out the other side. Um, but maybe in two months we will just be starting to starting to see a decline in cases. Who knows? It's all going to be all. It's all going to come down to how quickly and how heavily we enact mitigation protocols and procedures, and how well people stick to them. Because if people don't stick to them, even when they're enacted. Then you know that's just gonna it's just gonna hurt more people. Um, there was a case in St. Louis where this dad and dad and daughter, um, I believe they were both being tested or had tested positive already uh, for COVID-19, and they decided to break quarantine to go to a daddy-daughter dance. And I mean, how many people did they interact with there? Um, that now are are susceptible to contracting it. Um, I mean, that was just super irresponsible um, stuff like that 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 we need to cut out. I think I saw in Italy they are now planning on charging anyone um, who who has a confirmed case of COVID nineteen. If they break quarantine um, knowingly, then they might be charged with murder and get 23 years in prison. And honestly, we need something like that here in the United States to get people's attention to, um, to really just nail home how important it is to not be out in the public if if you have it, I mean, if even if you think you have it, because because I mean, it, it, like I said, just how easily it is to get caught, um, to catch this is it's just not a laughing matter. So, oh man, I know this is a long rant on one subject, and it's not really a fun subject, um, but that's kind of kind of the big thing right now. Um, mentally, mentally, and and mental health wise, I I'm taking it fairly well. 
thanks to in part due to uh, the just insane amount of research that I've been doing and others have been doing with me um, just knowing all the data and, and how I can protect myself and others is, is gone a long way uh, to help me not feel overwhelmed about this um, hoping hoping that things have cooled down uh, by the end of April because my wife and I have planned a hiking trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, that is to say, us camping together and then going on a hike and then coming back uh, isn't super risky. Um, but the fact that we will have to be traveling, um, stopping at you know, potentially stopping at restaurants and gas stations and, and whatnot. Um, you know, there's a little bit of risk there every time you stop and get out and touch a new surface that you haven't interacted with. It could be on that surface and you just don't know it. So, um, it's gonna, it'll be a bit risky, um, but it would be, it'd be a really good trip. We're going to go on a peak hike hike up a mountain and get some really great views in the Great Smoky Mountains. Um, but we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how it goes and um, maybe maybe cancel it, maybe not. Just depending on just depending on how it goes. But anyway, yeah. I mean that's a lot of fun. We got that we got that trip planned. Um, I've got a lot of other stuff coming up uh, mid April or so. Uh, that could be a lot of fun and then um, Indianapolis 500 stuff that I'm excited to do in May but if it means if it means still potentially spreading the disease when it comes time to doing those things I will not be doing those things um, it's more important for me to stay at home and read a book and, or watch Netflix and be bored off my ass than it is to take a risk um, of exposing myself and then potentially exposing others. So, but yep, I'm home. Uh, I got to let the dog out and I'm gonna be headed right back to work. See ya.